Welcome back into the Shots Aside podcast. I'm here today with Matt Rungi. Um, now that we're officially in the off season and free agency is uh, almost over as well, um, uh, we're going to talk about uh, all 30 NBA teams and what their franchises hold for the upcoming season. So starting off, we'll go through the Atlantic Division, which has the Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, uh, New York Net, New York Knicks. Philadelphia 76ers and Toronto Raptors. Uh, before we get into the Atlantic Division, don't forget to follow us at uh, on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shotside and send us some ideas, questions, or talking points uh, at our Gmail account at Shotside at gmail.com. With that being said, let's get into the Atlantic Division. Uh, first team up that we have is the defending Eastern Conference champions in the Boston Celtics. Um, so their current roster, as it looks, Matt, is they have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Al Horford. So they're starting five. Uh, they also have Peyton Pritchard, Derek White, Grant Williams, Sam Hauser, and Luke Cornett all coming back. Um, if you want to d- just touch base on some of the additions and subtractions that uh, Boston has made. Yeah, so Boston made a couple key additions this offseason. They traded for Malcolm Brogdon um, from the Pacers. They added Daniel Gallinari in free agency, and then they added a couple young players, J.D. Davidson out of the draft and Ben Gelly from the Clippers, um, while also not losing too much. So they only lost Aaron Naismith, Nick Stauskas, and Daniel Tice in that Pacers trade. Right. Um, so the big key addition that they made obviously was Malcolm Brogdon. Um, just tell me some of your thoughts on, on what Brogdon can kind of bring to this, uh, Boston squad that, you know, can clearly show you that they can already make it to the NBA finals. Yeah, I think, uh, Brogdon can add another playmaking and score to the Celtics or playmaker and score to the Celtics. Um, either off the bench or if they want to start him, they could start him too, uh, depending on what they want to do with Smart, if they want to play him at the two or Brogdon at the two, I guess. Um, I mean, either one could probably play either. Um, it's pretty much positionless basketball sometimes anyways. So, uh, But I think just in general, he just adds another scoring option for them as well as a playmaker that, they were often missing, especially in the Warriors series, like kind of like when Tatum would couldn't get it going or if, uh, you know, I think that they did pressure Tatum a lot. So then they made him put it into like Jalen Brown's hands and smarts more. And sometimes Jalen Brown does have a tendency to get loose with that handle. So um, it'll be nice to have somebody like Brogdon if he can stay healthy to, you know, help carry some of that playmaking mode and just settle things down sometimes right yeah uh i couldn't have said it any better i mean malcolm brogdon is gonna bring um maybe not the defensive effort that you would want out of a boston squad although he is pretty coherent at that as well um but i think the main thing is just his his passing ability you know usually averages above six or seven assists per game so that only helps out players like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart not to have to, you know, worry about getting other t- teammates involved when you already got somebody like Brogdon who can 
you know, either if he's starting or coming off the bench, uh, can bring that kind of versatility uh, when it comes to facilitating the ball. Um, he also, I mean, we saw it the past, what, two or three years in Indiana, can score the ball as well. You know, averaged over 20 points, I think, these last two seasons. So scoring the ball is not going to be, you know, an issue on, on Brogdon's part. Um, pretty good three-point shooter too. So even if Tatum and Brown and Smart want to ball handle the ball and, you know, kick it out to him as well, he he's more than capable of knocking down those threes. So um, only helps out with Al Horford and Robert Williams down inside too because if you can have more shooters around those guys and let those guys deal with, you know, the paint presence and all that, uh, I think it helps them out their games, especially Robert Williams, you know, dump off passes. Uh, from the block or alley oops, you know, I think you can you're gonna see Robert Williams take that next step this next year, which I think is gonna be a huge, huge um, benefit for this Boston Celtics team. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, I think uh, Brogdon will probably shoot more. Like, hopefully, will shoot more like his Milwaukee days when he had a little bit more around him uh because he was shooting more like around 40 percent his whole time there versus he had one good year uh last year he shot 38 percent, but otherwise shot a little bit lower there just because he's been tasked with kind of like creating his own shot a little bit more with the pacers whereas he's not gonna have to do that as much with guys like tatum and brown drawing so much attention um so that should help him um then one of the other additions, Gallinari, they picked up in free agency. I think uh, I could see him being a, a key player off the bench for them, especially like there were times where like um, Grant Williams couldn't get the shot going. Um, he's obviously a good defender, probably better than Gallinari, definitely better yeah. than Gallinari. At, well, <laughs> um, at this at this stage at, it is in his life. I mean, Gallinari yeah, is getting defense, up there in age. But because uh, Gall- Gallinari was a uh, – good scorer off the bench for the Hawks. Um, I always thought, um, yep. And then obviously he's played other places in the past and been good, but, uh, I think that that's kind of what they need. Um, now they've got a deeper bench cause I mean, part of why the Warriors are so good is cause they just are incredibly deep or at least last year they were. Um, so I think this will help play teams like that more. Um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, if we're touching base on the Warriors thing, I think mainly it was they do it through the draft, though. Like, I mean, the countless number of picks that they've hit on that have been right. Um, And it's come from trades, too, because they've gotten some pretty high picks with Kaminga, and I think Moody was a first-round pick, but maybe a little bit later. Um, And then you got Wiseman, Mm -hmm. who we haven't even seen as well. But um, Which this Celtics team has done a little bit, too. I mean, Pritchard's... A decent point guard. I think he'll get better. He, you know, he got a little bit of taste for the playoffs. Um, Grant Williams as well. You know, I liked what I saw in the Miami Heat series. Um, shot it good then, but you know, can be consistent. Yeah. Um, so that'll be something and it, for him and to uh, improve. To close on. out the Milwaukee Bucks. He just torched them. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? He had like, wasn't it like game six where he had like 30 some points or whatnot? Yeah, I think he had like six or seven threes or something in that yeah. game, too. Yeah. Just a flamethrower. <laughs> Mil- 
which that's what Milwaukee does though. They'll let, you know, the other player shoot the ball and not guard yeah. some of those players like Grant Williams versus letting somebody like Tatum or Brown shoot the ball. Yeah. Um, but I think for the, for the Celtics, I think they definitely on paper have, um, you know, found solutions for some of their biggest holes um, in these playoffs or in the last playoffs. I mean, yeah. Um, I know me and you talked about this a little bit, but when it comes to the center position, um, we kind of saw it last year, you know, Robert Williams later in the season dealt with injuries, which kind of, you know, made some series go a little bit longer and, you know, their play kind of dipped a little bit when it came to um, inside presence, protecting the paint, you know, protecting the rim. Um, Cause Al Horford's getting up there in age. I know he's a good defender, but uh, he doesn't have the same shot blocking tendencies that Robert Williams does. Um, so is, is there a center out yeah. there? I guess is my question that Boston could, you know, snag off the open market or maybe, maybe get in a trade. Yeah. I think um, if they want to look for a center, like that it would have to be cheap, obviously. So I think probably somebody that I would, I would consider Whiteside as one, obviously. Um, okay. I mean, I think he's probably the best, like, true center on the market maybe right now. Um, but then also I would maybe consider uh, – I know, like, a lot of people don't like his attitude all the time, but Boogie Cousins I think would be – I think he could maybe fit with them. Um, he wouldn't Did Boogie get a bunch of minutes. Did Boogie somewhere already, though? Did he? he still a if he did, he signed today because he was a free agent yesterday. Okay. Um, he might still be. But I think that that could be a, a good uh, addition for them. Um, I'm not sure if there's any other notable centers that maybe I'm just forgetting. Um, what about you? Is there a center that you had in mind that they could maybe go after? Yeah, it's tough. Um, you know... They're not going to trade any of their, their you know, good players, starters to be able to get a bench player. Um, you know, they're kind of in a tough situation because there's not a whole lot of great centers left. And then you're looking at younger guys that maybe don't have, you know, high contracts. So, I mean, can you snag a bench center off of a team? I mean, not, not there's not one that's coming to my head where the salary is going to match up. Um, I if it was last year, I would have said Miles Turner would have been a good uh, good addition to this team. But um, you know, I really I thought there might have been a way where they could have snagged Brogdon and Turner in a in a multi team trade, and then bring in those two, and then you throw in. I don't even think they traded a first for Brogdon, did they? Did they trade one? Yeah, they no, they traded one first for him. But I mean, one first. be a late first, right? So, like, could you have thrown in another first round pick and then maybe? I don't know. Heck, I mean, if I was getting in... Turner, I I would throw in Grant Williams if I was getting Turner. Yeah, and then maybe you could throw in Peyton Pritchard too, because like, if Brogdon does come off the bench as that backup, yeah. you know. And you don't really need Pritchard as much, so um, yeah. 
I mean, they already have Dirk to White, of... too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of if there's a different center out there that they could maybe go out and snag. I mean, you saw the you said the one on the open, the two on the open market right now, and D cousin. Yeah, uh, and there's White's actually there, there's one one more that they could maybe go after. Um, would be Dwight Howard. Ooh, yeah. And I think uh, no, I think I think nice Dwight would them. be a good pickup. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that could maybe even be the best. Um, I don't know. I don't know you, just need, I, time, you just need but, a backup center. Yeah. You just yeah. need a backup center that's going to put in like 15 minutes, really. Yeah. You just need insurance for Robert Williams. Yeah. Um, I mean, is Dan has Daniel Tice signed somewhere? I don't think he uh, has. I mean, if they oh, want did, to bring did he get? Well, did he get released by them? Well, I think he might. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Um, oh, okay. So maybe if they want to bring him back, maybe, but it'd be more of like, you know, we bring in Daniel Tice just for a regular season because he's, he's not going to be playing in any playoff minutes, just like you saw this year. So, um, but I think they're trying to move on from him, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say it. I agree. I think uh, they definitely do need a, a backup center, though, because Robert Williams, I do – as good as he is, I do not trust him to stay healthy. Thank God. I mean, maybe maybe they don't need to, though, because they just picked up Cabin Gelly from the Clippers, who is a power forward center. You know, maybe he turns into being that backup center role. I mean, you never know. I mean, I mean that's a long shot, but yes, uh, you never know with a player like that, young player. Yeah. So I just looked at Robert Williams. So – Robert Williams has played 174 games out of 318 possible games so far in his career. So just in four seasons, he's missed over 130 games. So I definitely – Yeah, that's – You know, he's never played more than 61, which was this past year, was the most he's ever played in a season. So, I mean, you hope – I hope for him, though, that – you know, he doesn't have any more injury problems, but can't necessarily for sure trust it. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the history behind that, I mean, it's not looking very very promising for, you know, because I mean, you see it a lot more in big guys too. They get, once they get a couple injuries, it just, it seems like, you know, we talked about DeMarcus Cousins, you know, it seems like it just keeps happening, you know. So you hope that a young player like that who, can maybe get I mean it's tough to hope that he could make it maybe 70 games but I think the big thing is just making sure he's healthy for you know the end of the season because really that's what it's going to come down to but um that's why I think it's so important for this team to find a backup center somebody who's capable of of being in that role not named DeAndre Jordan who ended up signing with Denver oh yeah I would Stay as far away from DeAndre Jordan as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, also, just looking at some of these free agents, I think um, he probably wouldn't be a minimum guy. Maybe he would be a minimum. I have no idea, but um, potentially maybe Montrez Harold too could be an option. Yeah, I just don't know if He's that's actually, the way that. 
Austin Rolls. He's actually kind of similar to um, Robert Williams in some ways, a small, smaller center. Um, he can't, he can't say, play defense, though. Yeah, he can, I mean, he's okay defender. He hustles, at least. Um, but my, my, I mean, my, like, ideal for them would probably be Dwight Howard out of the ones we've mentioned. Right. I don't know what your thoughts are. No, I think Dwight would be a good pickup um, if he can play it. Uh, just give you some minutes off the bench and try to limit the thirty plus minutes that Robert Williams gets because I think that's where he gets in trouble. Is he, you know, he plays so many minutes and then, you know, dealing with the injuries he's already had. You, you saw it in the playoffs; he was just limping from game to game, just trying to, especially in the finals. Like you never knew if he was going to play or not. So, um. Getting a backup center is probably top need for this Boston Celtics team. Uh, is there anything else that you want to close on for this Boston Celtics team? Um, I personally have them uh, as the best team in this Atlantic division um, as of on paper right now. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. I think um, the only other thing I'd add just – a side note kind of about the Celtics is um, I think that their, their rookie JD Davidson was looking pretty nice in summer league. Uh, he had in one game, he had a double double where he scored like 28 points and dropped like, I think like 10 or so dimes or something like that. So uh, he could be either a nice maybe bench player or even just a trade piece if they wanted to find a center with him, maybe um, who knows, but um yeah, I think even just even without having a center right now, like uh, with their current roster, I would have them as the best team in this division. Um, not only are they the defending Eastern Conference champions, um, they also added a couple nice pieces with Gallinari and Brogdon that I think make them even better. Um, so yeah, I think they're the team to be in this division so far. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do with Brogdon, um, whether he's off the bench or starting. But I think either way, he'll fit in nicely. I think he'll play a lot of minutes even if he comes off the bench. Right. Yeah, the only downfall, I guess, is when you go to the finals and you lose is usually that next year you don't make it back. I mean, you saw it with the Suns. We've seen it with past teams. I mean, usually it doesn't work out in your favor getting back there again. So, um, but yeah. they got to stay healthy. They got to stay healthy. I think that's the main thing. And then cutting down the turnovers. Got to cut down. I mean, turnovers were a killer in the playoffs, especially against the Warriors, especially against those smaller teams. So, um, cutting down those turnovers and then also staying healthy, I think, is the key to this Boston Celtics team getting back to the finals. Exactly. That was a, they were a, a Jimmy Butler prayer away from not going to the finals. So the, they definitely need a, need to pick it up if they want to get back to the finals. And I, I think they have the ability to do that. It just, uh, will all the chips fall the right way for them. All right. So now that we've talked about Boston a little bit, um, we're just going to do a little game that, uh, our fans can kind of chip in on as well. They can send us, you know, some comments or, uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter or whatever. Um, but little thing I saw on ESPN, they had a um, 
so you got fifteen dollars for players under uh, the age of twenty-five. Uh, so you get fifteen dollars to spend in five different ca- categories, going from five dollars down to one. Um, I'll just list off the categories right now, starting at five. So you got Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, John Morant, Trey Young, and Zion Williamson in this category. At four dollars, you got. DeAndre Ayton, Brandon Ingram, Darius Garland, Anthony Edwards, and LaMelo Ball. At the $3 uh, position, you got Lonzo Ball, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Tyler Hero, and Desmond Bain. At the $2 position, you got Evan Mobley, Kate Cunningham, Jordan Poole, Scotty Barnes, and Jared Allen. At the $1 position, you have John Collins, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Green and Jaron Jackson Jr. So Matt, who uh, who did you pick with your fifteen dollars? How did you divvy divvy it up? Uh, with my fifteen dollars, I went with just an absolutely star-studded lineup. I I had to spend up for a couple guys. I went with Luca and Tatum as my five dollars players. Um, so ten bucks right there, out, just on two players. We're at, Immediately, we're spending ten bucks. We're getting the best two players in the grat or like out of everybody. Um, and then we're bringing it home with Evan Mobley for two dollars, um, and Scotty Barnes for two dollars. Uh, Raptors fans would have you thinking that he's the next Michael Jordan, um, but he's a solid, solid player nonetheless. Um, and then we're bringing it home with uh. One dollar Tyrese Maxey, and I think he, he, the ceiling's only going higher for Maxey if he keeps it up. Um, so I think yeah. it, that that'd be a solid core for mine. I think Maxey would probably play more of the two on this team since Luke would probably be the primary ball handler, I'd imagine. Right. No, I like that. I I really thought about getting Tatum and John Morant, one of those two, along with Luca. But, I mean, I like to divvy up my spending a little bit. So, I mean, we both got Luca at that $5 mark, which, yeah, I mean, they call him Luca Magic for, for one reason and one reason only. That's just because he's the best player on this board. Um, so I had to take Luca. Uh, at the $4 position, I had to go with Anthony Edwards just because uh, hometown guy, Minnesota guy. Um, I think he's going to be the next Michael Jordan. Forget Scotty Barnes. He's going to be the next MJ. Um, <laughs> I, I have then, to agree with that. <laughs> I, I mean, I did also have Scotty Barnes at the $2 position as well with you and then also Evan Mobley as well. Um, I think those are two steals. Uh, and then I also had to get another rookie from that draft class as well at $2 with Cade Cunningham. So um, kind of like you, I'd probably have Cade at the two, but I mean, you could have Luca and Cade kind of handle the rock evenly, um, maybe a little bit more Luca, and then Ant could handle the ball sometimes too. Um, and then I'd probably just have Mobley play a, a small ball five with Scotty at the four. Yeah, that that was probably one of my bigger dilemmas was debating whether I needed a bigger guy than Mobley. I was maybe debating whether I put 
Jared Allen over Mobley or take yep. uh Jared, Jaron Jackson over uh Tyrese Maxey. But, you know, I think we're pretty versatile. Uh, we got all the defenders necessary to make up for uh, Luka's deficiencies on the defensive ends with Barnes and Tatum and uh, Mobley. So I think I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, let's check out and see if uh, any of the fans have some better uh, or think they have some better um, $15 lineups than we do. Uh, make sure to put it in the comment section below or you can um, – you know, send us a tweet at, on our Twitter, um, and uh, we'll check it out there. Um, but was that was no, anybody ahead. surprised that that DeAndre Ayton was four dollars? Oh yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe. It. I was like, "There's no way." I, mean, <laughs> I was like, "I mean, we only had two uh, centers Jared on the board." Jackson over him. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, I just wasn't gonna do that. Um, but. Um, that's going to wrap up our show today. Um, before we end, I just want to say it's been 157 days since, you know, Brittany Griner has been detained um, wrongly in Russia. So I had shots aside here. Me and Matt just want to, you know, wish her and her family and her friends and loved ones, you know, you know, just some hope and that, you know, she can make a speedy return back to the States. Um, I know we, we all we all miss her and and wish she could be back here and um, playing in the WNBA. You know, as much as we talk about NBA and how much we'd love to watch the NBA, uh, we also love the WNBA as well. So um, it's not the same without her. Um, we hope she gets back um, soon. So um, that's going to be it for us today, guys. Um, we will have four more episodes coming out uh, later this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, dealing with the Brooklyn Nets, um, uh, you got the Nets, Knicks, and then, uh, the Toronto Raptors, I believe. Oh, and Philadelphia 76ers. I forgot. It's going to be the third of day one and then Toronto on Friday. Um, so stay tuned for those guys. Um, we're going to try to get them out quickly to you guys. Um, but until next time, peace. Peace.